Christopher, <laughs> would you ever divorce me without me knowing? <laughs> I start asking crazy questions. Well, no, but yes. it's like things like that. And I'm like, oh no, what what's happening? Well, are we just business partners? <laughs> well, it's good that we're questioning it now. So yeah. it doesn't get there, but I don't think that we're there yet. Yeah. Hey everyone, I'm Halise, a digital storyteller and video producer. And I'm Mr. Halise, and since we're filming this around the holidays, I am the Grinch. Oh, okay. And this is the Stumblewell podcast, a couple that you know talking about married life and other such things. Play the music. <laughs> In today's StumbleWell podcast episode, we are going to be talking about how we are working together. What a great topic. Who suggested that? <laughs> Me. In oh, the okay. last podcast episode. Oh, okay. I thought it was someone specifically. No, I was. I had said in the last episode, let me know if y'all want to know how we work together now since you are a writer full time. And people expressed interest. And many people expressed much interest. So here we are discussing it. So yeah, how are we working together now as husband and wife slash creatives? What, 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 how's it, how's it going for you? Um, well, for one thing, I actually am helping with some editing, mostly with the podcast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I will hopefully be churning this out in about a week after we record this. Yeah, but people want to know how are we doing with the work, like the working together part. How are we doing? Um, why don't you act as the narrator slash the voice? Okay. Because it seems like you had this concern, didn't you? I did. I, don't mm -hmm. know. I guess so. Um, you've had it for weeks now <laughs> where you said... Are we just working partners now? Oh, that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the elephant in the room. The big thing that you always talk about. <laughs> I go through a lot of like semi-existential crises in my mind often. Using the word semi loosely. And yes, so I have been concerned from time to time since our like romanticness is like uh, not there because we're always like working together in the same space now, I'm like, oh no, are we just buddies that create together sometimes now? Where's the romance and other such things? We're around each other a lot. It's a problem. <laughs> I mean, we're together all the time. I think I've consciously and subconsciously made sure to like create separation for each other from time to time. So. I'll like just go run errands by myself or just go do something alone that way. I just feel like I'm annoying sometimes. I'm like, you just, I'm gonna give you a minute. I'm gonna give you an afternoon. I mean, you I, know? I think the same thing. Not about like you being annoying, but me being annoying. Uh, okay, yeah. But I'll ask you, are you going to the office? Mm -hmm. You'll say, I don't know. And I will say, well, I'm staying here because I have to record. Right. But you should maybe go to the office. <laughs> Just because you've been, like, you being home is more of a thing where it's like, you've been home a, a lot. Right. Do you need to be here? Or do you have any calls? Yeah. Just to push you 
to go out and do things because it's like I'm I need to record so I need to be at home and I'm more of a homebody anyway. Yeah. But we don't both need to be at home suffering. That's true. That's true. I'll probably go to the office tomorrow. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, divorce is inevitable. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, it's just been a process. It's been a learning process. I enjoy it. I enjoy having you around. It's been nice. If anything, it's been like, oh, okay, cool. We do genuinely like each other's company. So that's good to know. <laughs> it's kind of like with a, because even I think everyone kind of figured that out with quarantining at the beginning of the pandemic, where you saw a lot of people were getting divorced and things like that. And it was just like, ooh, because then you realize like, oh my gosh, I actually really don't like spending an, a, lot, a lot of time with you, this like their partner. Right. Um, but we didn't really get to do that aspect of quarantining because you were still nursing. And so you still had to go in being essential and all that. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening slash watching this episode of the Stumblewell podcast. A few things while we take this brief break from the conversation. If you are watching us on YouTube, please like the video and engage down below in the comments because that will help us out algorithmically. Plus, we love to hear from you. So, tra-la-la on that. That was me miming. Yeah, I saw it. It was good. The comments, okay. I can see it in the corner of my eye. Um, the second thing you can do, if you are listening to us wherever you get your podcast, please rate us on that platform. Ideally, uh, five stars, you know what I'm saying? But if it's not, that's fine. Constructive criticism is always appreciated if it's done constructively. Um, <laughs> so thank you. And then the final thing you can do, if you want to take it a step further, you want to go above and beyond and other such things, Hit up the Patreon, patreon.com slash Halise. There you get early access to these Stumblewell podcast episodes, as well as private weekly vlogs from me, behind the scenes content, it's a good time, exclusives, live streams. Wow. It's a good time. Patreon.com slash Halise. And with that, back to the podcast episode. <laughs> I think the thing that's really, that I've noticed is really important with living slash working with your partner is just having clear communication and boundaries on things. So to your point with the dinner thing, remember you got mad at me a couple months ago about that. Yeah. Cause you were like, well, dinner's ready and you're still working. Cause I had been doing some Adobe live stuff or whatever that is just like later in the day. And yeah, you got like all been out of shape about that. Remember we had like pretty like strong conversation about it. It was just like, this is what I'm doing for the next year as being a resident. Like this is what the job is. Well, you, so. so an extension of that, <laughs> but an extension of that was you telling me I don't have time to think about basic or banal things. Mm. It's like, I don't have time to think about back when we had Poochie taking the dog out or making dinner or doing any of these things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like I can do them. I just need to know what the expectation is. Yeah. And then you set the expectation by saying, I don't have time to do those things, or I don't have the bandwidth to take on yeah, those things. Bandwidth capacity. It's like, oh, okay. So clear communication helped. Yeah, it did. It just feels bad. As the person who has to like set a boundary in the relationship, it it can feel very like I feel like the mean one now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, so was I the mean one before? <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, yeah. I, for me, being the person who sets the boundary and be like, hey, I don't have the capacity to do this stuff anymore. And I know I used to, but I don't right now. At least not for the next year, not until June of 2022. Then we'll see, we'll reevaluate then. Mm-hmm. But for now, I'm, I'm kind of going to suck as a, as a partner, just so you know, you know? Like, I don't know. I feel like that being that partner is shitty. Like, I feel mean. Did I have that? Did you feel mean? Well, mean? that's a question. <laughs> that's a question that I would answer. But was I mean before? Like, was I like I don't have the emotional capacity for that? Um, I don't know if you ever explicitly like said that to me. I think the nature of your character is like, yeah, you need clear communication. Things can't be like implied. Whereas I think on your end, things were just kind of it was implied to me, and I just fell in line with it for the most part. So, yeah, when you were nursing and whatnot, like I would make dinner and have it ready because I'd th- like I'd be trying to see about what time you'd be home. But then some days you'd just run late, and it was like, well, it'll just stay warm, and that's it. He'll get here when he gets here. It's kind of it, you know. So it was like annoying, but it was like, what am I gonna do? He's at the hospital, like, <laughs> you know. So just like little stuff like that. I think I've also so I mean I've I've fallen into the roles and just like own them. Mm. a lot more so maybe not quite cleaning yet getting there man i used to be so much better about vacuuming but meal prep meal prep is is the thing yeah so like i have dinner ready and it's it was not even you didn't even ask me like it's not prompted no you just do it now i'll ask you know more or less when you when are you getting off yeah and then dinner will be ready yeah unless i am tired then we go get then we go get something (laughs) Like I wanted to make things that were like fresh and they were like, ooh, they're crunchy or crispy and they yeah. needed to be served right then. I get it. So I just stopped doing that. Yeah. I was like, oh, those types of dishes save for later. Mm-hmm. But the stuff that can just sit in the warmer, yeah, it's fine. There's just a level of adaptability you just have to have, I guess, when roles are in flux and changing and what does that mean and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like the luxury between our relationship is, yeah, when I was working as a nurse, I didn't have that extra capacity. Right. But you you did-ish? For the most part, ish. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But now it's, you say you don't have the capacity and it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. I do. Yeah. It's just, it's a new feeling for me to n- not have the capacity to do things. Mm. And that more kind of was established in when I started the production company and just realizing how much I had changed with a lot of just interpersonal relationships, not even just with you, but just everyone, like my parents, your parents, family members, all that. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm just not as available to people anymore, generally speaking. That is very interesting. You need to just like completely retreat into yourself and not engage with some people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I know sometimes you do need that. So I still kind of poke you in that direction. <laughs> little pork, little fork. Hey, no, just hey, like hey, hey, hey. little stick. It's not a sharp stick, but it's like, hey, 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 hey. go over there. <laughs> go over there. Go talk to that person. Yeah, that's like, true. I'm glad I did that. And like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was very. Fun. <laughs> it was very interesting. I took my first uh, friend, like solo friend trip this year. Oh yeah, you did. And I think the reason I felt like good enough to do that was because it was like, oh, 
we're around each other all the time. I can go to Colorado for five days <laughs> and give him a break from me. So I feel like we take more time away from each other. Or I think it's more me, like I prompt it, but yeah. Well, my mind is blown because I still had Dakota, our yeah. dog at the time. Yeah. But I don't have Dakota anymore. Yeah. So if you're not here, I guess I'm going to be talking to the plants. I guess. Oh, that's so sad. I know. Uh, when you leave now, mm-hmm. it's going to be a different challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the other thing. We, we're codependent, but we had Dakota to distract us mm. a little bit. Yeah. And now we don't even have the dog to focus on. So I think that's interesting that I pivoted and we're both like a, we're working together. We're yeah. co-workers mm-hmm. now. But at the same time, our attention is not split anymore. So it's more focused on each other. Dakota is no longer with us. So now there's nothing else that we need to focus on or think about. Or, right. So I think that's interesting. Oh, no. I did feel, I've, yeah, we've got, it's actually been a very interesting transition to working together because we've had a lot of just epic life changes as well. And <laughs> this year, Dakota's gone. Right. And then you quit your job. Right. And then I got this opportunity with Adobe. Just a lot of things happened this year. Like a lot of things ended and a lot of things have started. It's just very, I don't know. I guess that maybe that I'm overthinking it or reading too much into it, but. It seems like a lot has happened in a relatively short amount of time, I feel. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. No, it, it feels like there's been a lot of changes. We moved. I feel like moving's always like mm. a lot. Yeah. People have passed away. I don't know, I mean, it's been, we're going off topic, but. I mean, it's been these a lot. are all just factors that um, they disqualify the feelings that we're, that we have. Yeah. I think the big thing, if we're going to try to be like, here, five things you can do if you're going to start working with your partner. You know what I mean? Okay. I think one thing you can do is, I guess, establish like what the hierarchy is, you know? Because in some projects that you work on with me, I'm the executive producer, you know, so it's my project. I'm in charge of it. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, the Trying to Be Somebody podcast episodes. Chris does the first pass at editing all of those, and then I go back in and, like, shrink it down. But remember, even when we were working on that project, when we first started working on it, I had to, like, become a lot better about communicating what I expected from you as the assistant editor. Like, okay, I want you to take a stab at cutting it down, highlighting parts that you think will be good for trailers in each episode. Like, I I basically had to really um, give you, like, a job description, you know? And that's more just the communication between the two of us. Mm -hmm. And we've worked at that a lot this year, I feel like. Because I'm not of the industry. Yeah. So I don't know what an assistant editor does. Right. I don't. And then it was the same thing with a script supervisor on your pilot. It's like, I don't know what that is. And it's like, well, it's this and that. And you'll kind of figure it out. And it's like, okay, well, figuring it out, quote unquote, is not conducive to the shoot. (laughs) It's not like you can just wing it. And yeah, there was a lot of growing pains from that. But I feel like what I'm trying to do requires clear communication. So what are the big takeaways that you want from the project? So I can focus on that. And then, you know, everything else kind of comes along with experience. Yeah. Defining roles instead of establishing a hierarchy, uh, I think is okay. 
good. All that to be said, big takeaways. All right, big takeaways. Here we go. Communication is key. I think it's also, communication is key and also just figuring out what each other's strengths are, both in the relationship, like romantically, and then, yeah, in your work relationship as well. Yeah, because, okay, so you made that point at the very beginning of the episode, and I think it's good to reemphasize now. Um, you do need to focus on, like any other living thing, mm. on the relationship. Yeah. So it's, yeah, we have, you know, business ventures. I'm helping, you're supporting, vice versa. But we still need to take time, like, away from our phones. We still need to take time and focus on each other personally. Yeah. Because then if it does ever skew, mostly if not all business, then, yeah, we have a problem. Yeah. And I guess, I think for me, I'm really, um, I feel like I'm more in tune with just being like, whenever I start to feel like there is a bit of a rift or we're focusing too much on one aspect of something, I do immediately feel like things are not balanced. I'm, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it, so. Christopher, would you ever divorce me without me knowing? <laughs> I start asking crazy questions. Well, no, but yes. it's like things like that, and I'm like, oh, no, what what's happening? Well, are we just business partners? <laughs> well, it's good that we're questioning it now, so yeah. it doesn't get there, but I don't think that we're there yet. Yeah. Um. So hopefully you're with someone, I guess, who is a little, like, it has, everything has to be balanced. So that way, if anything teeters just a little bit, they're very vocal about it. You need a canary in the coal mine because otherwise you're just breathing gas <laughs> and everybody dies. And I would say I'm the, be canary. the canary. Yeah, I'm definitely the canary of just like questioning everything in the relationship at all times forever. No, at the beginning, I was, remember, I was like, I don't feel, oh my God, I can't even remember the word. I feel like I was being taken for granted at the beginning. Remember, I, I said that at the beginning of the marriage. Mm. And you were like, oh, what, really? And I was like, yeah, because I'm doing, you know, like all these things and it's it's going underappreciated. Oh, I don't remember this. That okay. was a thing and then we worked on it. Okay. Yeah. Be the canary. What, was, what were you underappreciated about? What did you feel underappreciated about? No, I felt Remind like you me. were not appreciating what I was doing. Right, okay. Which at the time I think was like working, working at like a crappy unit clerk job. Yeah. And then like coming home and not doing as much as I should have been doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but still it was like, you know, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to do things. I'm trying to like focus on you. And I feel like it's not enough. And then we reevaluated. and Yeah, I remember that. And worked at that. I remember that now. Yeah. Mm. Good times. They were not good times. <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> Be the canary. Be the canary. Yes. Um, what else? Establish roles. Establish roles. Yes. If y'all need to have like an official meeting or official email, I'd be, I'd be emailing Chris stuff like officially and like laying it all out. You do that with an agenda though, because you that's always CYA for you. So it's like, it was in writing. When did I send it to you? Let's see. What? There it was three weeks ago and you didn't get it done. <laughs> but you do that, you know, in your business. Yeah. 
for me, when you do that, it's like, oh, okay, so she's tracking me. Like, I already know. I've, I've been in the system. I grew up in the system. <laughs> it's like, oh, someone like tried to, you trying to get me <laughs> with an email? No. I get you with the email. <laughs> I'm just saying, if it's in writing, then there's no question that I asked. So there. <laughs> well, I think if, if one person is working for or helping with the other person's business, yeah, it just needs to, you need to make clear what's expected. Yeah. And there has to be just like a level of, uh, for lack of a better word, professionalism, but just like when I'm sending you work emails and things like that, you're not my husband. Right. You're the guy that's editing the thing, you know? So it's a lot more cut and dry. And so it's the same so thing forth. on set. Yeah. And we, we try to maintain that level of like platonic working relationship. A lot of people on set, it was interesting. We just finished wrapping, filming the pilot for Hardly Working. And I think it took people, we were on set for four days. Well, filming for four days on set for like five days. And I think a lot of the crew, if they didn't know us already, a lot of the crew had no idea he was my husband. <laughs> Until like, I think the second to last day. Because Evelyn like said oh. something oh, really? to was, both of us. Okay. And then they were like, wait. Oh, y'all are married? And like, yeah. I'm like, oh. Oh. <laughs> it's so fascinating. Well, and like every other part of, you know, like a working personal relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do want to foster that personal relationship, but you don't want it to interfere right. or become a hindrance in a professional capacity. And you taught me that. Right. Back when I helped you with another shoot when you were out of town. I forget which one it was, but it was that. Was it the hospital shoot? Are you talking about that one? Uh, oh, it started before that. Yeah, you're right. So I think it was the hospital shoot, but it yeah. was, yeah, like I'm I'm working. So like I'm focused on stuff. And I said, oh, okay. And then I, I took it every other time that I worked with you. Yeah. I remember you were a little offended the first time though. You were like a little too uh, friendly. I was like, you're being a little too friendly with me on set. In front of people. Yeah, but you, I mean, you need the check and you did it appropriately. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, I was offended, but just got over it because it's like, oh yeah, this is her livelihood. You're just here for one instance. Yeah. But it worked. Set boundaries, expectations, roles. Yeah. Boundaries, expectations, roles. Those are good. And then, you know, remember to be romantic from time to time. Figure out what that means for y'all now in this new phase of the relationship. Don't just ask for it and not know what it looks like. Anyway, figure that out for yourselves. As you can tell, we're still figuring it out for ourselves. Um, I know what it looks like. You just need to. I just need to be admired and adored. <laughs> it's like pornography. I know it when I see it. Yeah. And I ain't seen it yet. Yeah, exactly. So where's the romance? <laughs> so bring the romance. Um, but anyway, figure out ways to maintain or create romance wherever possible. Even if it is like, I don't know, movie night, things like that. Just got to figure something out. Even yeah. like, I remember we were talking about when I was um, like, oh my gosh, are we just business partners now? What's happening? Mm -hmm. And then... Chris was trying to divulge ways of how to be romantic <laughs> to me specifically, I guess. 
And I was like, I don't know. I mean, we used to do porch dates during quarantine. That was nice because we'd just sit on the porch and chat with some wine. Bring that back, you know? And then he proceeded to be to tell me why our porch now isn't conducive for porch dates. It's very sunny and hot. Mm. And there's skeeters. And then see, so like you give an idea and then all you get is backlash. You just get just poo-pooed. The other thing, <laughs> the other part of that was this feeling, this attack <laughs> came after me being sick for two weeks with a stomach bug. It's like, I feel like we're not romantic anymore. It's like, yeah, because I'm using the bathroom after every time that I eat. <laughs> there ain't nothing romantic about that. I feel no. like we just don't spend time. And it's like, yes, I feel like something's different. We're not eating meals together. Like, every, <laughs> But you were saying like, everything's different. Everything's like, yes, for the past two weeks, everything has been bad. Everything has been horribly wrong with my stomach. No. And my I, parents are upset that I, we're, we're not going to, maybe you're not going to make it for the Thanksgiving and they're all butthurt about it. But it's like, I'm sick. Everyone's upset at the effects of me being sick and I am sorry. But I can only be sorry about inconveniencing them because my stomach really hurts. So I was going to say... <laughs> The point I was making to that wasn't that, oh my gosh, you're sick and everything sucks now. And uh, the point I was making was that you being sick like already highlighted what was already happening before you got sick. Mm. So in my mind, it was like, oh, all you had to do was get sick. And now it's like, I have, I have no idea what to talk to you about, really. That's crazy. Is all we do, like, so... <laughs> If the only way if the only way we define romance is having meals together and then you have a stomach bug. You're getting divorced for what? Not irreconcilable differences? No, you just you won't eat with me anymore. No, but it was just like, oh, that's like the easiest and most like efficient way we've been romantic with each other is to have meals together. But like we don't know how to do anything else to have some sort of romance with each other. That's not good. So well, I was more coming at it from that angle. We're becoming tangential, but I want to engage in that. Um, I feel like it's more than just, quote unquote, having meals together. Like it's more than just eating. Like the eating of the meals together usually terminates some sort of break. Yeah. Or your end of the day or my end of the day. So it is more traditional where it's like, oh, the family needs to be eating at the table because this is the only time where People aren't in school. People aren't like working the fields or whatever. And everyone's here and we're experiencing each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. To have a stomach bug and to like disrupt that, I can see how that would cause ripples. And you're like, wait, so I mean, like, are we being romantic? Are we spending as much time together? I guess I was making light of it, but it was good that you questioned it. Because, again, it's like, yeah, you caught it early if it's not already there before it becomes that. Mm -hmm. And we used to do little movie nights, and we're, we're doing them again. Yeah. And then eventually when it Almost stops. Almost caught up on the MCU, guys. Almost caught up. Almost caught up. Oh, well, there's some that I don't yeah, want to watch. Yeah, Venom. And, anyway. Tenant was confusing. That's Sony. Tenant was so confusing. That's not MCU? I know. I'm just telling them that we watched it. The porch will not be 80 degrees. Yeah. Once it gets less than 80 degrees, and we will go out there and have porch dates again. Yeah. 
and things like such as. It's also just fascinating. We've been together for 10 years now, married for 10 years now. And I think that was something I kept saying to you. I was like, I keep asking you every now and then, and I know the wording of this question always sounds like weird, but it's just the only way I can think of to communicate the question is like, am I being unrealistic? Like, you know, I ask that of you a lot. Like, am, am I requesting unrealistic things? Because I don't know, because I've never been married for 10 years before, so I don't know <laughs> what it means to be with someone this long and how you, like, keep things interesting, going, moving forward, whatever, you know? I don't know if there's a point to that, but just saying, if you feel like you don't know what you're doing, then, yeah, you don't, because... When's the last time you were, unless this is like marriage number two for you, you know what I mean? Then great. You probably have, yeah, or or four or five. Then you have some sort of like wheelhouse or gauge to work from of like, well, that version didn't work and not do that in this one, you know? Yeah. (laughs) If this is your first long-term relationship, then yeah, you're just like, oh. Well, I mean, if you think about, it's like, okay, well, we no longer want to do nine to five W2 jobs and we want to work for each other or work under a company. Mm-hmm. If you think of like, will a change like that ripple through the marriage or have effects on the marriage? And the answer is yes. Like when you uproot or up, uh, when there's upheaval with the roles or the power dynamics or finances, like, yeah, of course, there's going to be rifts. There's going to be some friction. Yeah. And it's like, does it challenge the marriage? Yes. Could it end the marriage? Yeah. Anything can end the marriage. Well. I'm just saying, like, for people in general, it's like, yeah, of course, there's there's challenges. Like, we're experiencing challenges because it's a challenging time. Yeah. But it's still very enjoyable. It still hasn't gotten to the point that you feared where it's like, well, I don't want you working for the company just because you feel like you need to. Or, like, this is an extension of how you find your worth. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, well, you don't find the editing enjoyable or you don't find the shooting enjoyable and then you'll just get bored or tired of it. Yeah. And then you're out someone who's doing it and I'm out potentially something to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I haven't gotten tired of shooting. I enjoy shooting. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh. Script supervising, again, is like, it's not a, it's not a great job. Like, that was not my favorite job. But okay. I, would, I would do it again. Mm-hmm. In the comments below, let us know if this was helpful. Did we even answer the question? Have we even provided food for thought? Or just share how you and your partner, you know, either went unscathed when you made the transition or if you, yeah, had some... uh, had some issues, had some growing pains. Yeah, some some growing pains in the transitionary period. Let us know in the comments below. Any tips that we didn't cover that you think would be helpful, please include them down below. Stumble well, stumble on, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.